0: Thanks for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth.
1: Is he really that good, that merciful? Many times it's the idea that we know we don't deserve anything from him. We don't deserve generosity from him or we don't deserve forgiveness or we don't deserve help from him. But see, that's the beauty of it. What he tells us in the scripture is that nobody does. That every, every act of generosity, every act of kindness from him is done in mercy.
0: As believers, we're continually tempted to believe that because we don't deserve God's goodness, he won't act on our behalf. Pastor Robert and Elizabeth remind us that because of God's mercy, we are always kept by his love. In our weakness, it's Him who is the source of our strength. And when we trust Him, He will always be enough. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you, our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. But first, here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth in the book of Isaiah, chapter 44, verse 20, with their continuing study entitled, Unshaken.
2: Isaiah 44. It says, he feeds on ashes and a deceived heart has turned him or her aside. He cannot deliver his soul. That's freedom. Here in this lie, I cannot deliver my soul. Nor say, is this not a lie in my right hand and just let it go. Let it go. It's a lie. There is nothing, there is nothing that can assault the truth in real life. It's only unbelief. It's only in your mind. It is not real. What is real is what he is that we see. So let it go. And he says, I have formed you. You are my servant, O my people. You will not be forgotten by me. In those wee hours of the night or when you face that thing that is threatening to undo you. But it's only a threat. It can't do it. Only if you believe in it and give your faculties over to a lie. The truth sets you free
1: the only weapon really that the enemy has to use against us is intimidation and fear. And that's how he does it a lot of times. He, he, he gets us to, you know, to, to buy into the lies like Elizabeth is talking about here. And one of the biggest lies that we buy into has to do with the character of God and his trustworthiness. And we have to realize that you know, we know he's there. Very, even atheists, most of the time, it's not that they don't believe he's there, it's just that they're angry with him about something. Somebody hurt them. Somebody hurt them somewhere along the way in the name of God or in the name of Christ. Or, or sometimes there's something that they've blamed God for that happened to them in the past or whatever the case. But what we wrestle with is, is he really that good, that merciful, Many times it's the idea that we know we don't deserve anything from him. We don't deserve generosity from him. We don't deserve forgiveness or we don't deserve help from him. But see, that's the beauty of it. What he tells us in the scripture is that nobody does. That every, every act of generosity, every act of kindness from him is done in mercy. Nobody deserves anything good. None of us deserve to be here, breathing his air. None of us deserve to, to be enjoying you know, the nice things that we enjoy in this life. It's his goodness, it's his mercy. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28 says, have you not known, have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. You know, that's not true of us, right? That's certainly not true of me. My understanding is not unsearchable. It's, it's shaky. It's limited. I, I stumble. I make mistakes. And, you know, even with the best of intentions, I get things wrong. And, but it's not about me. Again, it's about him. It's about the fact that he loves me in spite of my unworthiness. That he is devoted to you in spite of your brokenness and your flaws He loves you. That's the message of the gospel. That's the whole point. Isaiah 40, verse 29. He gives power to the weak, to those who have no might. He increases strength. That's the objective many times when we go through things that we don't understand. It's not that he's chastising us for our weakness. It's that he's giving us his power and his strength. Isaiah 40, verse 30, even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That's the promise that we have in Scripture. And that's our strategy for going through difficult times. That's how Pastor Saeed survives in that Iranian prison, how his soul soars above the temporary nightmare that he's in the midst of right now. It's how he can write such a beautiful letter to his eight-year-old daughter, a a letter, you know, full of hope and full of trust and, but also resolute. He didn't promise that, you know, God will surely bring me home to you soon because he's good. No, because he's good, he may not. It may be God's best for little Rebecca Abedini that her dad stays in Iran. That's, to us, that just seems unthinkable. How could that be God's best? But his ways are higher than our ways. There, sometimes that is what's best. The hard things sometimes are the better things. And See, no matter what life throws at us, he tells us that nobody can take us out of his hand. No one can imprison your soul. And we have to know that throughout the Bible but especially in Isaiah I think he repeats it over and over and over like a man trying to convince his battered and suspicious loved one that he really does love her. God has shown us glimpses of who he is in the scripture you know we've we've looked at it tonight but listen to Who he esteems, the one who he admires, if you will. Isaiah 66, verse 1, thus says the Lord, heaven is my throne. Earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you will build me? Where is the place of my rest? For all those things my hand has made, all those exist, says the Lord. But on this one will I look, on him who is poor and of a contrite spirit and who trembles at my word. What is he saying? He says, the only human who impresses me is the one who recognizes his need, recognizes and acknowledges that he's just a person, he's just a human, that she's... Imperfect and broken like everybody else.
2: But honey, why does that impress him?
1: Well, it impresses him because at that point now he he's, he's able to, to fill us with himself and to change all that. You know, one of the things when you look at the Bible, you know, one of the most heartbreaking characters in, in the entire Bible for me is Samson. Because <laughs> I look and I think, man, what opportunity there? You know, the guy had had such opportunity, he could have been the greatest leader, literally the greatest man the world had ever known. But he had no character. He he was so full of himself that he could never be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. And so his was a wasted life. And as the world around us is going to be increasingly shaken, we need to be kept safely In that place of rest. You know, over and over the psalmist talks about. In one place he says, I have quieted my soul like a weaned child against his mother's breast. You know, a, a child that's no longer uneasy and fidgeting and crying and but just enjoying that place of comfort. And I I've you know, the older I get, the more I realize. That the place of strength, the place of peace and stability is in his presence. And that the, the wisest, the most important thing I can do every day is to make sure that I set everything else aside and just be with him. Waiting on the Lord. You know, at that, that I think for most Christians, that, that's one of the most confusing concepts in the Bible. How do you wait on the Lord? You just read the book. Talk to him about the questions you have and the things that you're going through. And just be quiet. Make that decision. I will trust you with this. Is there anything you want to say to me? Is there anything that, that you want to speak to me? Is there? And literally, just waiting. Quiet with that decision to trust. He doesn't always speak to me in those moments, but He often speaks to me in those moments. I wanna read a blessing over you from Isaiah chapter 60. Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, in deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you.
0: Thanks for joining us for this special edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of this message. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at www.mainthingradio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available at mainthingradio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.